I'm Jackie. I'm 51, and I live in San Diego, California. I'm 5'2". I'm Kelsey. I'm 31, and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm 6'4". Even though we have some gaps, we've been best friends through it all. Thanks for joining us on The Friend Gap. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Friend Gap. We are really excited to be here. I It feels like it's been a little chaotic. I hope none of you feel like things have been chaotic. And it's just us, but we'll see. <laughs> let us know. Give us a comment. If you feel like things have been chaotic, let us know. Maybe it's just our internal feelings, but that's at least how it's been for me. Jackie, how's your week been? How have you been feeling? Mm. Gosh. I'm going to be real here for just a minute, but um, yeah, it was a really rough week. My um, sweet hubby has been stressed with his work and... So then, of course, then I worry about him, and um, mm-hmm. last week I had a little bit of a meltdown, and lots of feelings were going on last week, but you would think I was on my period, <laughs> but that doesn't happen anymore, <laughs> so I don't know what to attribute it to, but thankfully, the week ended so good. Talk about talk about gaps in our life. You are right past, <laughs> past that part of your life, and I'm... Still in that part of my life. Yeah. So it's out of sympathy, maybe, that I'm having some hormone issues. I don't know. (laughs) But um, (laughs) everything ended good. Everything ended good last week. I had some good one-on-one time with a friend, which was totally needed. And the really cool thing I think that I can take away is that I reflected a lot about um, what we're doing here on the podcast And um, as I was thinking about this episode and getting started with it, life isn't always easy for us. And we aren't here pretending like our lives are cakewalks. And I love that. I love um, being real. And so even going over our notes um, today, I got a little emotional about what we're going to talk about. And I've just been having all the feels. Maybe it's because my husband's traveling and I don't know, there's just a lot lots of feelings going around. So I'm so grateful for you, Kels, and the time that you spent with me and for the podcast and our loyal listeners. I just am very, very grateful. So I love that. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> oh, that was such a good update. Um, I loved chatting with you a little bit this week while you were kind of going through that. And um, I just, man, this whole podcast is about friendship, but I just... Yeah. Oh, I wish I could just write it in the sky how grateful I am for you. Um, so we were on spring break this week, and it was awesome. In fact, uh, in one of your rough moments this week, uh, I was at a bowling alley <laughs> with my kids and my husband. And I, like, at one point, because, you know, you got to go in order, and, and we're a lane that, it, like, it's timed, right? So at one point, I have the phone to my ear and a bowling ball in my hand, and I'm, and I'm just bowling. Like, we're not worried about scores. I'm bowling with a four and a six-year-old, and we're just doing what we can do. And I just, you know, was talking to you about all the all the hard things and getting, not not getting strikes. I'll tell you that. I was not I'm getting not strikes, strikes in that moment. But, it was um, much appreciated. So appreciated. It was, it was awesome. And I think that's... Sometimes friendship's messy. Sometimes it's not something you can just like package up with a neat little bow. It's 
being mm-hmm. there through the thick and the thin, even when it's maybe not convenient and doesn't look great. Um, but yeah, spring break was great with my kids. We hit DC and then I stopped by and spent a couple of days with a high school friend um, in Virginia. And we actually had a really funny moment. She was talking about the podcast and friendship levels and all of that. And- <laughs> Well, one one funny, there was a couple, I mean, the whole trip was fantastic, but there was a couple funny moments where she looked at me and she's like, okay, so the other day when we were talking about, and then she kind of paused and she's like, oh wait, no, no, you were talking to Jackie about this on the podcast. I, I just felt like I was there with you and I, I love that. that. It was so fun to hear her say that and I mean, that's the whole goal. Like we want you guys to just feel like you're along for the ride with us and we're just best friends talking um and then she we were talking about friendship levels in that episode and she's like I mean like I don't want to like I don't we we don't have to put labels on our friendship like she was kind of like skirting (laughs) around it and like you could tell she was like I don't want to like assume where I'm at and I was like she wants to know yeah (laughs) oh like it was it was a total like define the relationship um right a little DTR but then I was like define the friendship and DTF is not the same thing so we're not gonna say that but it was a yeah. it was a define the friendship and it was so cute and I looked at her and I was like oh like no your your best friend lifelong like we're there like you're good you know yeah anyways it was such a cute <laughs> moment and it was so fun That's to hear cute. her like talk about the podcast and how much she loves listening and and then of course like there's nothing better than getting together with an old friend that you are at that level mm-hmm. with and mm-hmm. talking about oh what is that hair doing. Oh, nice. I wish you could all see that. I just caught a look at myself on this video, and I've just got this random hair doing all sorts of things. All right, we're just going to clip that back. Okay. We're, we're better now. Um, and we're also recording this at 9.45 my time, and so I'm getting a little – I'm ready to be. Getting not. a little loopy. Um, anyways, but oh, you know that feeling when you get together with a friend – and it doesn't matter how mm-hmm. long you've been apart and you can just like talk about all the things. And so we, you know, we went down memory lane and we talked about high school and stupid things that happened and great things that happened and all sorts of things. So it was That's awesome. It was a great trip. It was a great time with my kids and my husband. And then to be able to spend some time with this friend and her kids and, and, you know, That's awesome. Um, okay, let's jump into our question. So yeah. this one is a great one. And I hope we both have good thoughts on it. So um, how do you support a friend that's on a wellness journey, like weight loss or new dietary restrictions, etc.? Do you have any thoughts on mm. that? Yeah, I need to be better. I need to be a better supporter, I think. <laughs> I have one friend in particular in mind. It's um, a good friend that I work with, and she is on this journey of wellness that she's excited about. Her daughter is a nurse and um, is a health coach, and so she's following this program, and we just joke about it. And I mean, she laughs. It's not like I'm laughing at her at her expense or anything, but... um, I am a big foodie and I love food. And so (laughs) I do struggle a little bit with um, diets and just all of these 
I'm going to say it out loud, all these fads of different things. And so I just have my own opinion about certain things. I really strongly believe in moderation and, um, I don't do well when I have something taken away from me that I enjoy. And so I struggle with dietary restrictions, (laughs) but I have a lot of friends who, you know, really get into it. They love it. Um, and not that I don't, I love to exercise and I love eating healthy. I also just love my breads and my sweets and my baked goods. And so um, I have just kind of a different feel with all of that. But this good friend of mine is on this journey and she is has certain things and she's in this week where she's having a certain amount of vegetables. It's like a pound of vegetables a day. And so we joke about it and she, you know, comes in with her two cucumbers and her big bag of carrots and I I should be more supportive but as I think about that I could just be like oh my gosh you know that's great what can I do to help support you and just be more positive not that mm-hmm. I'm super negative and make fun of people because I don't but I could probably be a lot more supportive and more positive about the journey that that person's on yeah. And I think, I, I don't think that you've ever been unsupportive of, I can't see you ever being mean or <laughs> any of those things. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think that whatever brought that person to that place where they're embarking on this journey, I think when we can step back and say like, okay, like they've, they've thought this through, they're trying to make the best mm-hmm. choice that they know. And yeah, fad diets, like, we know that, you know, 90% of the time they're not going to work. But sometimes people need to feel like they're doing something, and that's the best thing that right. they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, yeah, weight loss, like, providing, you know, if you know someone's going on a journey like that, like, just ask them, like, hey, you're coming over for dinner. I know you're trying to eat healthier. This is what I have on the menu. You know, is there anything else I can do to support you? Like, I think communicating it is so important. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm actually kind of, which this is funny, you and I haven't talked about this. I'm actually kind of on the cusp of, like, starting a little bit of a wellness journey. The last, like, four six months of life has been a little crazy in our house and we're kind of we took on some extra bad habits from Thanksgiving and Christmas and just you know we were in survival mode on certain aspects of our life and so you let things go a little bit and we definitely did that and so Mike and I Mm -hmm. were talking this weekend about you know we're making really great improvements on so many areas of our life we're kind of getting things back on track making improvements to our house. Um, as you guys know from that construction we did last week, but <laughs> we really like want to have greater health in our life. And so this question is so funny because this is kind of something that we've been talking about and, and doing, but one thing that I'm really scared about is that I host so many parties. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried about like making healthy choices when I'm hosting a party. And, and a lot of that Mm -hmm. is like, because I'm hosting it, I get to 
provide food and make sure that I have something there for me to eat. Like I, I'm in control of the situation, but I was thinking about like other people coming to my home. Like I have definitely been the person Mm -hmm. that's like, do we really need a salad? Like who's eating salad? Right. And like I can throw together a quick salad or a veggie tray to Mm -hmm. ensure that there's a healthier option for somebody. And I feel like I'm trying to think about that more as I'm trying to make healthier choices. Um, and trying not to like make the decision for somebody else. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the perfect thing. And two, if you go somewhere and you're asked to bring something, then you bring that healthy choice. You bring the salad or the veggie tray or, you know, something like that that's going to be to where you know that there's going to be something there for you to eat. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think like part of this journey is learning from other people. Um, mm-hmm. And as we, as we go through life, we get to learn. I, I have not really ever made a greater effort to exercise while on vacation, but I know now mm-hmm. having cruised with you that you really <laughs> enjoy getting up and like I exercising in the morning. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, and you said that on the cruise and I was like, at first I was like, who, no, what no like this is no like I was I was excuse me like I was a little flabbergasted by it but I was like you know what you were like this is so fun like let's go and I got up with you most of the you did most of the mornings and I came and I was I was a little late sometimes but you know I made it my own, but it was so fun to like experience what you were talking about. And I'm like, yeah, it is more fun to work out on a cruise. Great. And we enjoyed it and it got our day going and it was awesome. And I think it got me out of the room so Mike could sleep in instead of me like tossing and turning because I'm awake and I want him to wake up. So it was such a good opportunity (laughs) for me to learn from something different that you do and find out that I actually really enjoy it. So we all have things we can learn from each other. Awesome. That's right. It's awesome. Okay. Are you ready to jump into our topic today? Yes. So ready. I know you're um, really excited about this. Why don't you uh start us <laughs> off? Well, um, we are going to talk today about bringing what you have to offer to a friendship. Kind of that can be a pretty broad thing, but um, we want to kind of just talk about the value that you can bring to a friendship. And I think that that's something really good to look at. And for me, it helped me to really look inside. And um, I really checked myself on this one to see what it was that I do have as a value to bring to a friendship and um, what it is that I have been able to see and take away from friendships that I have, which has been this is a good one. I'm excited to kind of dive into this with you about this. So, yeah. and um, I think it's something that you can look at for so many parts of your life. Like, what are you bringing mm-hmm. to your marriage? What are you bringing to church responsibilities? What are you What are you bringing to a lot of different areas of your life? And you know, can you improve on that? Yeah. What can you learn from others? Anyways, I'm I'm really excited about this topic too. Yeah, it's so good, but um. I just, I kind of wanted to start out, Kels, and ask a question. Um, What do you think is the hardest part about being a friend? 
Um, for me, it's feeling like I'm not enough for mm-hmm. other people and um, feeling like, am I doing enough? Am I being enough? Is my, is my personality too much? Is, mm-hmm. Am I am I not being enough of what people want because I'm being too too extra? <laughs> that's that's I think that's really hard, and that's I'm I am a a a constant overthinker as far as like after something after after an event or after a get together I'm I sit in my bed mm-hmm. all night and think, oh did I talk did I talk too much did I overshare? Yes. In case you were wondering, the answer to that question is always yes. <laughs> yes. Which, um, thinking about that comment, I loved today that you called me and just you were just checking. You were like, okay, Jack, I need you to go talk this through with me and see if I'm overthinking it. Yes. And that is like the perfect example of being there for each other and you were mm-hmm. overthinking it, you know, and I just, I was straight with you, you know, but yeah, that, that's a true fear. I'm so glad you brought this up right now because this is something that we talk about with like real friends and how sometimes you just need a friend to just like be on your side and tell you that you're right. And sometimes you need a friend mm-hmm. to tell you when you're being wrong. And I totally prefaced the conversation with you. I was like, okay, I need to talk to you about something. I think I might be overthinking it. And I, I, I just want you to know, I don't need you to be on my side. I need you to tell me the truth and then talk me down <laughs> if I'm Love it. being ridiculous and like stop me from having yeah. a conversation that I'm thinking about happening, having. And I like, how blessed am I that I have someone in my corner that I can call and be like, hey, I need you to give it to me straight. And I have total trust that I can tell you the innermost ridiculous thoughts in my brain and know that one, they're safe. And two, Mm -hmm. you love me enough to tell me the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So what about you? What do you Uh, think the hardest part is for you? Well, it's, it's kind of, if you think about it and you know, I mean, yours is that you feeling like you're enough and mine, I, it's the feeling like I'm unwanted. You know, sometimes I feel like I put my whole soul into a friendship. And when my cup gets empty after just giving and giving, then I back off and nothing happens. And that's when I feel unwanted. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if it's that I train that person that I'm always going to be the person out there and, you know, and I don't know. I don't know where that, where that goes, but, um, and I don't know if I'm setting myself up (laughs) for feeling like that, but, um, it definitely is one of the hardest things for me is that feeling of just being unwanted. Yeah. And I think it, to some degree, everyone has those feelings. Like it, it can be so hard when you feel like, you know, you take a breath, a, a break, or a breath for that matter. And then it's like radio silence. And it's like, wait a minute, am I the mm-hmm. only one that's like fighting for this friendship here? Right. And I think, you know, you have to remember that 
every relationship in our life is is a give and take and some people aren't capable or have the skills or the confidence to give the way that we can give like they're they're just going Mm -hmm. to be responders and that's so hard right but I feel like yeah everyone everyone has something unique to offer and it's all really important things right it takes all of us Mm -hmm. and yeah you know you might not be the one that plans all the parties you might actually be the friend that shows up and offers to help out when you're stressed um Mm -hmm. I had a friend that like I went radio silence a while back and like it was pretty clear that I was kind of going through some stuff and having some some personal things and I mean, to the point where, like, I wasn't really responding to text messages. Like, I was I was laying low and just really focusing on my family and focusing on my personal mental health. And I think I scared some people, <laughs> to be totally honest, because <laughs> um, that's not who I am. Like, right? I'm the go, 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 right. go, go person. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't sustainable for a little bit. And I had this friend that she just showed up on my doorstep and she mm-hmm. didn't she didn't require a phone call. She didn't require me to come to the door. Like I, I, I have cameras at my house. I knew she was there and I just wasn't at a place where I like could do that right now. And yeah. so I totally ignored her and she went so far as to text Mike <laughs> and was like, Hey, not sure what's going on, but I just want you to know I dropped <laughs> off a little something like she knows what my drink is and she dropped off a drink and a treat. And just like, hey, I dropped this off. I don't know. What, I, like, I'm. I just tell Kelsey that I love her. And yeah, in in that moment, that's what I needed, right? Like, I needed, I needed that. And this person isn't going to be the person that like throws the graduation parties and invites other people's families. Like, that's not her space. Right. But her space is, you know, sensing and showing up when she can feel that like, Ooh, there's something going on here. I need to mm-hmm. help out. And, yeah. and uh, I think that like both of those are so valuable, but sometimes I'm someone that like, I'm so high level up here, like planning things that sometimes I miss those like small opportunities to show people love and doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It's just, I'm showing up with what mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. I like that. So what do you feel like you bring to the table? Let's talk about our strengths. Can we, mm. can we talk positively about ourselves? I know. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. <laughs> it is kind of hard. But, um, you know, I feel like I'm a good listener. I think number one, because I'm not a huge talker. I have a huge talker as a spouse. And he does all the talking. <laughs> and I just, I, I just listen. And I think that, that I've always been a good listener I'm a little bit more quiet and um a little bit more reserved so I I listen I listen really good and I am loyal I just I find that you are yeah I don't know I I think that's probably just a just a enough explanation is I am very loyal um and you yeah you value loyalty above all else mm -hmm. yeah absolutely I also think that I would be the first to come and help at your house or bring you dinner if you asked. Sometimes I, um, I, I recognize um, 
I also am very mindful of people's privacy or of their boundaries. And so I don't ever want to overstep. And so um, I, I may not seem aware, but I am, but I'm so aware that I don't want to overstep. And so if I'm ever asked to come and help, you know, at somebody's house or bring dinner, I am like right there. Um, and I'll organize your house too. Cause that is like, that's my love language. I love that. Um, or just like chill on the couch. I love running errands. You know, I think I'm a good tag along friend as I was thinking about it. That's just kind of like, you know, I'll just come and hang with you. I'll do what you're doing and I'll just tag along just Mm -hmm. to be there. Um, But somebody once told me that I was intimidating. I love you. (laughs) And that's why they never asked me to help. So obviously that made me... (laughs) That brings up a lot of emotion. Sorry, but don't ever be sorry for showing emotion. <laughs> you know, that made me sad because because I think at the root of everything, that's, you know, that's who I am as I I'm a helper. And, you know, I am so far from perfect. And just because my house is a certain way um, and I keep it a certain way does not mean in the least that I look at others' homes or look at their life and and judge them because I don't. I mm-hmm. it is like the fur, you know it's the furthest thing from my mind. It's just it's absolute that I'm just there because I love them and I want to help them because that's that's me. I love to serve and definitely don't feel like I think right now in my life I'm living to that fullest. And so that's maybe where all of this is just coming from is. You know, maybe just like right now, I don't feel like I'm living at my highest potential. And I think, I think you bring up a really interesting point that the, sometimes the criticisms that others have for us is more a reflection of how they feel than really what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Comments like that, like they can be so hurtful, but we have to remember that You bring what you have to the table, but some people might not want a bite of what you have right now. And that's Mm -hmm. okay. Right. And that's not a reflection of, of what you have and what you're bringing to the table being bad. It's just not what they want or what they have capacity to receive at that moment. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. It's, I don't think it's a negative reflection on you. I just think it's a reflection on where they're at in that moment of their life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because let's not forget. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like we're, we're both getting really <laughs> honest here on the podcast today. When I was in a crisis four months ago, who got on a plane? You got on a plane and you came. And you... Mm-hmm took care of of me and and my family and helped us get on a road of like of healing and progressing that we weren't on and that we needed help right so Mm -hmm. 
I would never in a million years call you intimidating or someone that I wouldn't call in a crisis because I literally just called you in a crisis and you, sh- you sh- showed up perfectly, perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's such an, an important topic that you bring up that someone else's ref- like feelings about us aren't always a true reflection of who we are. Mm-hmm. It's just that person's perception of who we are and because of what they're also bringing to the table. Yeah, I like that. That does it, puts it in perspective a little bit more. And I think that we do, we, we take what we bring and it just, that's, especially when it's coming just out of love and from truly of what it is that we have and we treasure that, right? I treasure the talents that I have and the ability that I have to help and to serve. And so there's a lot of feeling around that. And when it's not either welcomed or, you know, at this point, it was like pushed away. That's like, that hurts. Yeah. That can be, that hurts. It's like pushing me away. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. So I feel like I, I, we talk about this a lot. I'm the party planner. If I, if there's anything that I wanted, um, my friends to say at my funeral is that I was a gatherer. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I like that. I think I, I, I think I do that well. Um, Mm -hmm. so that is something that I feel like I bring to the table. Um, I, I'm going to say this and I'm worried because I, I, I'm on the podcast with you. Um, and you know this more, so correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I am a decent, like long distance friend as far as like, and now that I'm saying this, I'm worried that I, I don't know if I've ever done this for you, but <laughs> like, if I know that you're like struggling or something's gone on, like bringing a meal, right. That's, that's a very like ingrained part of our cultural church-based just deal, right? Like you bring a meal when someone's Mm -hmm. struggling. Right. And when you live far from someone, you can't do that. But man, DoorDash, I can't tell you how many times I've (laughs) DoorDashed someone a meal from 2000 miles away because that's all you can do sometimes. And I love being Mm -hmm. able to do that. Have I, have I DoorDashed you? Yeah, there was something. I did. I DoorDashed you. Yeah, you did. Cookies. There was something. I don't remember. It was, it was tragic. And obviously it was so tragic that I don't remember what it was, but I was struggling hardcore. I absolutely cannot tell you what it was, but you did. You sent me um, cookies from some place. I don't even, it wasn't crumble because we didn't have a crumble yet, but yeah. You did. You sent me cookies. I just, if I can't be there to hug you, I'm a hugger. Mm -hmm. If any of you, even for a second, questioned, we're in episode 12. If you (laughs) at any point on this podcast have questioned whether or not I'm a hugger, we got to go back and reevaluate some things. But if I can't be there to hug you, gosh, you better be, I better be putting some kind of food in your mouth. Yeah. I love that. Which, speaking about the hugging, this is totally a squirrel. But we need to, at some point, get a picture of the (laughs) of the way that you give me a hug. Oh, the full body (laughs) hug. Are you kidding me? (laughs) 
I don't think we ever have had a picture of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love yeah, that. Yeah, we need to make a list of the next time we're together. Pictures that we need for the podcast because, yeah, I know I give a full body hug. I get my legs She's involved. She's a hugger. Yep, she is a hugger, which I love. I love. Um, so I love, I love where this is going and the things that we've been talking about. It's been so good. We've talked a lot about our skills and our talents and, um, and talking about bringing things and what it is that we have to a friendship, but let's kind of turn that a little bit. And in thinking about what we can learn from our friends. And as I thought about this question, I thought, you know, okay, so <laughs> you know, you're probably really tired of hearing it that I just am an introvert. I just keep to myself. But I think one of the things that I've noticed, especially over the last few years, is that I've really come out of my shell. I mean, I am sitting here talking on a podcast, right? Yeah. And I know people are listening. And <laughs> isn't that, that weird? <laughs> I don't know if we ever thought anyone would really be listening weird. when we started this, but here we are. Listening. <laughs> right. Cause it was just me and you talking, but you know, I mean, you have absolutely taught me to come out of my shell. I think I've really learned from my friends to have a voice and they've helped me learn to make choices, especially in <laughs> choosing, choosing things. Like when we go to lunch or we go out to eat or something, it's just, I don't, like to make decisions like that. I don't like being put on the spot, but I've learned in those type of situations, just give me a couple options and I'll narrow it down, but really just having a voice of what it is that I want. And, um, I feel like that that's some of the few things that I've really learned from my friends. They've really been able to be that support in that growth for me. That's awesome. I feel like they always say that youngest, uh, youngest struggle to make decisions because mm. they have older siblings their whole life. And so they never sure. could, like right. make decisions. Um, and I also married a youngest. So the big joke is that like <laughs> date night, we sit in the car and, you know, for an hour, well, where, I don't know, where do you want to eat? I don't know where you, um, that's so funny. So I get having to overcome that. Have you heard? The, have you heard the hack, the life hack for when you don't know where you want to eat, you like no. make a decision. And if you feel disappointed, then you know, you made the wrong one. Like you just arbitrarily make wow. the decision. Like if someone's like, hey, right. do you want Chinese, Chinese or pizza? And it's like, I want pizza. And then mm -hmm. if you feel a little disappointed, you're like, no, 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 I actually don't. So that's something that Mike does for me all the time. He'll like, hey, do you want this or this? And I'm like, uh, he's like, just pick one. Doesn't matter. Okay. Do you feel disappointed? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I want wow. I like that. Or. That's a really good tip. If someone, if you like are picking someone up for lunch and you're like, hey, guess where we're going to go eat? And you make them guess. And then you just go to wherever <laughs> they guess. <laughs> <laughs> like you really didn't have an idea in your mind you're just like okay guess where we're gonna go and then they're like oh, are we going here and you're like yeah sure that sounds great it's, it's clearly what their heart wanted so there's some tips tell okay. Dave why no no 
He's going to totally use that. I know. Do you know how that gets in my head? <laughs> because then I start, oh, see, that to me, <laughs> that's... Is that not a good hack for you? I love the the um, principle behind that. But now that I know about that, and that <laughs> as my husband listens to this, he's going to use it. And then I'm going to think, okay, what does he want me to say? You know, I'm going to just like totally overthink it. That's, that's hilarious. hilarious. Well, you're welcome, that's, babe. that's actually a really good, <laughs> right? a good way. Um, yeah. There's also the, like, if, if you know that he's doing that, this is how you play it. If you're like, hey, guess where we're going? You pick the most expensive restaurant you can think of. Because then he'll be like, no. Like, if you're like, Capital Grill, Ruth's Chris. Hey, we're going to lunch. Guess where we're going? Ruth's Chris? He'll be like, no. No. And you're like, eh. Well, your turn to guess. I Sucker. It's for you. That's great. All I love it. Life okay. hacks. All, all the life hacks. So kind of switching gears, have you ever had a friendship where you feel like someone isn't bringing anything to the table? And how'd you handle that? (laughs) Oh, gosh, yes. But the friendship I'm thinking was very toxic. And I saw it as that and totally stepped away. I just, yeah, I totally recognized it. Um, another that I can think of wasn't necessarily negative. It was just um, a difficult time in her life, and it was an opportunity for me to serve. And um, I also learned to put into a friendship what I feel like they're giving me. And I don't mean that to sound negative, but I feel like I've been hurt in friendships. And I definitely, at a point in my life, that friendships I have. I really am working on and they're not superficial for me. They're more of like my deeper friendships and yeah, I have my social friends and those group, you know, like social instances, but those close and best and lifelong friends, I know that I can be open with. And if I feel like the balance is off, um, you know, and I understand that there's the ebbs and flow of life and stuff. But I feel like I can talk openly with those friends. And um, I mean, I can think of, you know, some conversations that I've had to where I feel like it's been a little off. And, but everybody is busy and they have their stuff. And so um, sometimes you do give a little bit more. And as I think especially like in some of those really close and um, best friendships, you just have to realize that life is. I know that definitely there's been plenty of times in our relationship that, you know, both of us have felt like, wait a second, (laughs) where did you go? Or, you know, you're always the one calling or I'm always the one calling or, you know, things like that. I think everyone at some point has a relationship, whether it be, uh, you know, close friendships even family relationships and marriage where they feel like, gosh, I'm, I'm putting so much in and I'm not getting a lot out. And I think understanding that an ebb and flow, like you were saying is natural is the best 
way mm-hmm. to handle that and not having your self-worth linked to the abilities, capabilities, behaviors of another person is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. So right. what do you do if you feel like you're, you're bringing all you have and your friend isn't, what's your solution in this situation? Mm, I think one thing that I've learned a lot about is communication and, um, you know, and especially if it's one with a deeper level friend, then number one, you should have that trust built, right? And you can have that confidence that in opening up to them is safe and you can express how you're feeling. And two, observe, you know, just look at the situation. Is it a pattern or is it a short-term issue? Um you know, just so many times, if you just take a step back and look at their situation in life, are they busier than they ever have been? Are they going through some life challenges? Um, Sometimes I've needed to do that and get out of myself, kind of like take that step out of my feelings and look at things through their eyes. That has brought me a lot more compassion and given me the opportunity to serve and to help them. I do agree with you. I think having understanding for what they might be going through. um, And then this is kind of a weird thing to say on a podcast dedicated to friendship and for someone that's like, that is very invested in my friendships and, and all of that. I think it's important to understand that while friendships are so important, no one's going to say that more. I'll, I'll say that to your face in cursive. They're often not the most important part of someone's life. Right. As as much as I wish I was the most important part of your life, I don't Mm -hmm. want to be the most important part of your life in reality because I want you to be putting, you know, the most into Dave and Chase and your kids and, you know, Colton Morgan Mm -hmm. and, and ensuring that those relationships are doing great. And I think There's times in our life when we lose sight of those priorities and hopefully we Mm -hmm. have friends that are there to say, Hey, are you taking care of you? Right. Um, and so I, I view friendship as, as super important in my life, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it has to be a supporting role that's filled with a lot of love and a lot of grace. Because yeah, I love that supporting role. That's awesome. I, I know that none of none of my friends would ever want me to sacrifice my personal health or my relationship with Mike mm-hmm. or my kids for that friendship. And, right. you know, there have definitely been times that I know you have sacrificed time with Dave to support your friends. That, that needed it in mm-hmm. that moment. But that's a conversation that you and Dave have. So we have been talking a lot about some deeper level friendships, which if you missed our friendship level episode, go back and um, listen to that. That was a great episode and very interesting to really take a closer look at some of our friendships and to kind of see what levels they're at. But um, what about a social group level friendship? How is that different than those deeper level friendships and what it is that you bring to it. 
Um, first of all, yes, I, I definitely think that they're different. Um, I have much lower expectations on my social group level friendships. Most of them will never invite me to their house. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like that does not need to be reciprocated in that same way. I think based on the level of friendship that you're, that you have, you're going to expect different things from them. Sure. Yeah. Am I making sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Um, and I feel like at least for me, it's way easier to say no to a social group or activity level friend. Um, when I don't feel like my actions are being reciprocated and it's kind of different than a deeper level friendship because Mm -hmm. I'm way more invested and I want to people please and give so much more to those deeper level friendships. Not that I don't to my social friends or, you know, like within that type of activity level friend, but I'm not as invested. And so I tend to be able to say no quite a bit easier and I think yeah I think investment like that's a really good word to use for this like there's there's friends that are gonna fly across the country and then there's friends that you're gonna invite to a barbecue and Mm -hmm. you know we're not going to feel the same kind of joy and pain from those groups it's gonna be different right Mm-hmm. What are some ideas of what you can do with your friends to practice this concept of bringing what you have? Mm, I think about um, I think about the talents that I have and the things that I can help somebody with. Um, and I love to bake and I love to share with my friends and other people. Um, but I have a friend at work that has been doing sourdough bread since COVID and I wanted to start making it. She brought it to work. She talked about it and it was just kind of like that time where I'm like, yeah, I could totally get back into that. And I hadn't since culinary school and I could have totally figured it out on my own, but um, it was so much funner having her help me and creating something that I learned from another life person rather than like my textbook or YouTube. And now we have this connection and something that we talk about. And it was, you know, it's a good thing. It's something that, you know, she loved being able to share and teach. And I mean, I've learned tips and tricks from her. I take pictures when my starter isn't growing. I take pictures of it and send it to her. And I'm honestly like, Rachel, I need your help. (laughs) So, you know, that has been something that she brought that, you know, I was able to, to learn from. So I think our talents, you know, whatever it is that you have that you're good at is something that you can help share with your friends. I agree. I think a big part of bringing what you have is being willing to take what others are giving. Sometimes taking what other people are giving and appreciating that is what you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And just like what you talked about the sourdough, I could get through some of the things in my life alone, but Mm -hmm. that really sucks. And Mm -hmm. I'm not being vulnerable. I'm not being real. 
if I'm not willing to be honest and invite others in to, to help. We talked about this in the very first episode of this podcast, that everybody wants to feel needed mm-hmm. and, and valued. And you did that with your friend. Mm-hmm. She feels important in your life because she's helped you with something. Yeah, you totally yeah. could have done it on your own. Of course you could have. Pioneers have been doing it. You could do it. But <laughs> you have a better relationship with somebody because you took what they brought. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of like you and I. We're 3,000 miles away, right, Ugh. from each other. And so <laughs> we're more than that. You realize that, right? We're 3,400 miles away. Okay. That is a long, I, I was just like, I hate that. sugarcoated it, the 3,000. <laughs> no, 3,000 is a beautiful number. Yeah. It's round. It's pretty, but ugh, just. I know. Sometimes it really, you. really sucks. Like, I know. I miss you too. Like my meltdown last week was, I need you. <laughs> Whatever. I really would rather had the conversation that I had on the phone with you today in the car getting a drink like we used to. Sure. Gosh, no kidding. Which that, yes, we need that. Um, And so our friendship is different. It's very different. But for us right now, it's the communication and support and calling each other and being there for each other emotionally. And that's the big part of friendship, right, is emotion. And just being there for each other. Um, you know, I mean, you and I, we could send each other stuff. <laughs> when you're having a bad day, I could send you cookies like you've done. And it's just all about just being there for each other. It is. It is. And I think at the end of the day, if you're if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking to yourself, gosh, what can I bring to the table? Just show up. Mm-hmm. show up send the text put yourself out there be trustworthy be a safe person for someone else ask how someone's doing mm-hmm. if you don't think you have anything to bring to the table you can bring that to the table yeah oh this has been a this has been a feel heavy episode <laughs> it has all the feels gosh why do you live so far so away good. well I say that but I, I also recognize that you've, you moved a little far away I moved really really far away we just moved in opposite directions what were we thinking we sure did <laughs> our husbands did not talk about this they did Seriously. not consult we're going to we're going to wrap up this episode with arguably the most exciting thing. I wish you could see Jackie's face. She is so stoked. So why don't you tell us what we're doing? <gasps> you guys, we're going to have our first ever friend gap giveaway. And we are so very excited. We're talking about like bringing our best, right? So <laughs> Kelsey and I both love to give and um this is probably one of my favorite things as we've talked about our podcast and what we want to do is I just love giving. And so, um, 
you hear us quite a bit talk about our love for Chick-fil-A. So we thought it would be a great first giveaway for lunch on us. So um, the lucky winner will get a Chick-fil-A gift card. And um, we wish we could come with you. And maybe we will. Maybe you could just FaceTime us or <laughs> or better yes, yet, please. just, you know, take a selfie. But um, mm-hmm. we are so excited. I am so excited because now you don't have to get my particular lunch that I do at Chick-fil-A. You can get whatever you want. I'll t- I'm totally fine with that. But it's really good. You You could try it. You could totally try it. I think you should totally try it. <laughs> but anyways, so Kels, tell tell everybody what, what we need to do to win this lovely gift card. Okay, so in order to enter the giveaway, we need you guys to leave us a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts. So sorry to our Spotify listeners, but currently Spotify doesn't accept reviews. And so there's no way to know which person has left us a rating. So we're going to be doing giveaways in the future that will be based on other things. But right now, this one we're doing for our reviews on Apple Podcasts. So go give us five stars. Tell us something that you love about what we're talking about or just say hi. (laughs) But we want to hear from you guys. So we will be doing a drawing in like seven days, right? Yeah. So seven days from today when we're dropping our next one, we will be choosing a review on Apple Podcasts and picking a winner for a $15 Chick-fil-A gift card so that you can go get Jackie's favorite lunch on us or whatever you want to get. Yay. Yeah. Or whatever you want to get. But, you know, we highly encourage. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Totally kidding. Just go have lunch on us. We're excited. Oh, and I can't tell you how much we wish that we could be there with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So thank you so much for being here. Um, make sure you're following us on social media. We have lots of questions coming up. Um, of course, on our website, thefriendgap.com, you can anonymously submit questions and topic requests. Seeing those come in have been really, really fun. So thanks for being here, guys. Thank you all for being here. We love what we're doing and we'll see you next week on The Friend Gap.